Hello everybody and welcome to the Legacy Midweek Thoughts, which is actually going to be more of a regular Legacy cast this week just because of the formal topic involved, but it was a Midweek Thought because I have been thinking about it a lot, especially getting into Star Wars. But, before we begin, we would like everyone to know that we are all stupid, these takes are our personal opinions, this podcast will include, but is not limited to, swearing, sexually explicit content, hot and cold takes alike, and even more swearing. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Legacy Cast Midweek Thoughts Edition where we talk about, pretty much this is where we talk about anything. But we're going to go with a more formal topic this one because it's what I've been thinking about and I couldn't get anyone else to get on this video as well, which I deeply apologize for, but at the end of the day, what are we going to do? Anyways, so in this week Midweek Thoughts Edition we're going to be talking about electronic arts and just how much I do not like them. They were good at one point. Lately, do not care for them at all. Uh, now you're probably now this is probably something that you hear a lot because well um because it's just a common thing, you know, it's if you're going to make a podcast about gaming, you got to do the arbitrary hating EA. But why? Why does Jacob in particular hate EA? Well, number one, I think the biggest reason I hate them is that they hold the exclusive license for the Star Wars game series. Basically, they basically when Disney bought Lucasfilm back in the day, they got an exclusive license, which I believe goes on for another two to three more years. So I think 2022, 2023, unless they renewed it since then. But they pretty much have an exclusive Star Wars license until about then, or at least that's when the original one was confirmed to end. And I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. Now, the reason for that is because, for example, the games we got before EA took over and the games we got after, you can see there is a just a clear divide. Like I can just name a couple of the ones we got Oh, the ones I've actually been playing a lot recently, so sorry, I have Steam in the corner just to show, you know, what games I've been playing recently that are Star Wars played. I've been playing a lot of the original Battlefront 2 recently because the original Battlefront 2 non-EA edition is absolutely wonderful. We had the original Battlefront 1, which I actually have both of these for my for my PlayStation 2. Like, I still have them, still in the PlayStation 2, still in my box, just so I can play those games again at some point. But I also have it on Steam. And I've been recently getting into Empire at War, which I'm hoping to do a series on, because of there's three mods of the um, the Empire Expanded mods that are done by Corey Losses, uh YouTube channel, and his team. Absolutely wonderful mods. I can't wait to do those and do a series on those, either multiplayer and single player. You know, we got those kind of games. We got, you know, um, the Jedi Order mods, like the, or the Jedi Order games, like, you know, Jedi Knight Academies. You know, there were so many good Star Wars games. We've gotten, in seven years out of this 10-year agreement, how many games have we gotten from EA? I'll tell you, three. Here's the three Star Wars games we've gotten. We're about to get a fourth. Here's the three games we've gotten. And let me just tell you, it's not a good track record. Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Jedi Fallen Order, and we're about to get Squadrons. What's 
Okay, let's talk about the Battlefront games. Let's get... Good God, they released in such broken states. The original one wasn't even a complete game. It had no campaign. Literally, the most iconic mode is the mode that everyone memed of, which was the Diorama mode. Arguably the greatest mode ever added to a Star Wars title, the Diorama mode. Great, greatest, great, greatest feature. Obviously, I want to see all my achievements in a Diorama. Uh, there was one era. One era. You're telling me that we went from the Star Wars Battlefront 2, where we went to through, where we had Clone Wars, and we had the Empire, and we go to a game where it's just, just the Empire. That was half the fun of playing Star Wars Battlefront was playing was reenacting the Clone Wars, because everyone loves the Clone Wars, like. Not necessarily the movie, but the actual, like, Clone Wars show and, like, the, like, actual, you know, clones fighting droids is awesome. Come on, how many of you have been, you know, remember playing that game and playing on the Geonosis map with the, you know, the droid, uh, the droid, uh, that vehicle that has, like, the two big wheels and the rocket pods or flying around in a, you know, a Ladat? Oh my god, that was so much fun. And then we get into the EA version, which didn't come until even Star Wars Battlefront 2 EA edition. That Geonosis map feels just so confined. You can't even play as half the vehicles like in the original Star Wars Battlefront games. Like there were so many more vehicles that actually felt like a battlefield. How does EA screw this up and dice? How do you screw it up when you have combined arms combat done oh, very okay? In the Battlefield games, how do you screw it up for Star Wars when it's the same shit? Uh, then again, their latest EA and is a total with Battlefield has sent that series into the ground too. Especially recently. Like, the games have been coming out unfinished. Very, very extremely buggy. And they pretty much just patchwork it into a new game. But guess what? By the time they've done patchworking it, they drop support. Which is what they did with start with what they did with the Star Wars game. Literally, they just finally got it into a point where it was like you know somewhat stable to play, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're dropping support on Star Wars Battlefront 2. Just as they get it into like a playable state, which most people think is that act is actually a more complete game than it was at launch. Let's not even get into let's get into the controversy as well with the loot box based progression system. Thank you, everybody, who pushed back against that. Because, holy crap, that could have been really, really bad for the industry. Where it was literally... If you guys don't remember it, where you got Star Wars Battlefront 2 EA before the controversy. Here's what happened. Here's what it was in the beta and the actual game. So you had to play the game, earn a little bit amount of credits, like a freemium game, or like a game that's you know online like dirty bomb or something like that where it's free to play at the beginning and you earn credits to you know get loot packs to get you know new heroes and stuff that's what you had to do in this game you had to use this whole star card system it's like okay you have to spend your credits for a random set of star cards for things you might not even want Ooh, look i got this nice new star card Oh, I can't wait. I just spent, you know, like three, three, five hours, you know, playing the game. I can open a couple boxes, and guess what? It's for heroes you don't even play as. 
Yay. Also, the amount of heroes they launched with when the game first came out, they're telling me you're going to have the Clone Wars without Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi? You're telling me you're going to release a game that has the Clone Wars? That has, the, you know, the first era of Star Wars for the prequel trilogy. And you're not going to come out with Dooku, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Grievous? No, no, you can't do that. But guess what? EA did it anyway. There are so many problems with that game. Even, like, now there's still so many problems. Like, for example, for the Starfighter combat, which is so boring anyway, why do we need three fucking Millennium Falcons? <laughs> why can't we have, like, you know, different different ships? Different cool ships you could add into the game? Nope. Three Millennium Falcons. EA, guys. EA. Ay, 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 ay. I hate what they've done with the Star Wars license. Like, I absolutely fucking hate it. It's it's so bad. It is so, so, so bad. The only thing that came out good, and this is actually really, really funny, the story on this. So EA, in years past, like their CFO and other people said the reason they didn't want to make single-player games was because they thought that single-player games you know, were on the way out, that they didn't sell well. Then they, then they put out Jedi Fallen Order, which, thank you Respawn Entertainment for giving us that. If you don't know who Respawn Entertainment was, it's one of the EA Studios who made games like Titanfall, Titanfall 2. Which I actually like those games. I actually think, out of all the EA games, I think the Titanfall series plus... Um, the Titanfall series plus um, Jedi Fallen Order are actually very, very good games. I think, you know what, I'll commend them for that. You, you've, you made a couple good games, EA. But those were the people who made Fallen Order. And I actually don't have any problems with Fallen Order. I think Fallen Order was a very, very, very good game. And I wish, I wish you went that direction. But guess what? You keep canceling the fucking games. You keep canceling them. I think there's been like four or five titles just within the past couple of years that have been canceled because of EA. Because there was the one, I don't know their exact product project names. If you want to put those in the comments so that other people can look them up, please do. Uh, the big one was the one where it was going to be a game like a smuggler slash outlaw kind of game. Uh, where you get to play as, you know, like, you know, a smuggler or a bounty hunter. You know, that kind of that kind of game that was that was looking really, really good. EA canceled it because they were four years into development into the game. And he was like, nah, you ain't producing a game quick enough. That's why they make games like Battlefront. And that's why they make games, you know, that that's just the EA model. They want it, they want games coming out very very quickly so they can make a quick quick buck. That's the whole reason Squadrons got um pushed out it was because it's a game they could take you know a couple assets from and rework it a little bit. I'm not saying it's not going to be good or bad. I'm just saying that's why Squadrons is being released. It's because it's a game they could get out extremely quickly and make money on. So, Lynch. I understand the need for, to make money, especially in a competitive industry. But what you're doing to do that, the practices you're engaging in are awful. Now we're going to get into sports games, which I know I'm going to catch huge amounts of flack on. But I'm going to do it anyway, because fuck you, EA. 
it's the same game every single year with maybe slight tweaks in the physics engine and slight tweaks in the graphical engine to where it's very very not noticeable for games like UFC games, NHL games, NFL games, and FIFA. Literally, they ran into a problem. I think they actually had a potential lawsuit where, for the Switch, literally the only difference between FIFA 18 and 19 was nothing. It was literally just a roster update, which if you have a PC, you can pretty much do manually because people make roster updates and mods all the time to where you could have an... Which, Tells you about how it's basically a roster update you're paying for every year. With a new number slapped on top of the box and new cover art. You're basically paying for new cover art. And the reason they keep doing it, you know, it's not fully EA's fault. Because they're, the one, they're making money off of it. You know, they think that what they're doing is good because just on FIFA and Madden, they're making billions of dollars on those ultimate team modes. Which is why you don't see much going into the single player stuff. It's why you don't see it there. It's because they're making billions and billions of dollars off of that kind of stuff, which I understand. I mean, if I was making that kind of money, I'd still do it. Like, I'm not. They're making billions of dollars just putting the same. Literally, that means they don't have to do much effort. They're just like, hey, take this. Take this a little bit. Money rolls in. Seems like the easiest fucking job in the world. And people keep doing it because, you know, I slightly understand that because it, it, it's the only one out there. Because the NFL keeps signing the exclusive contracts again, which whew, I hate exclusive contracts, exclusivity contracts. But the NFL keep they just resigned it too, where it's an exclusive contract with EA, where they're the only one to make simulation sports games. So guess what? Here we go again. Oh, don't worry, if you think I'm bashing EA hard, believe me, we're going to get to 2K pretty soon and their business practices. Don't don't you think you're getting away? Don't you think you're getting away, 2K? You're next. You're next on this list. Be ready. Alright, so, let's get into Madden. It, again, it, like I said, same game every year. And the old, basically, here's what happens. They make millions and millions of dollars off of people buying these packs, you know, where you get new cars, where it's like flashy. It's essentially gambling. I agree. You know what? I'm going to agree with that stance that it's essentially gambling for kids. Like these games are going more towards a gambling base where it's like, look at the, f it's literally the same thing where it's freemium tactics where it's like nice flashy lights. Look, spend $10 and get, ooh, get the super premium cards. And guess what? Are not going to be valid next year. They don't roll over from year. That'd be, you know, that'd be an interesting thing if you know your ultimate teams could roll over from year to year. That'd be interesting. To, to where you'd get sets of equivalent cards or packs uh, to make up your team from the previous year. You know what? That would be okay. I wouldn't have so much of a problem then. But you're literally paying all this shit to for one year. Next year comes along, guess what? Everything you pay, just paid for, some people pay thousands of dollars a year. Guess what? Gone. Goodbye. Your money is down the toilet. The thing is, there's so many other good games you could be buying instead of that. There are so many good games you could buy. For example, I think 
And for some of the packs, they're like $20 to $50. You know what you can get for $20 to $50? You could get Stellaris. You could get, you know, it's like I know I'm more into strategy games. But if you want sport games, there's like that mutant football game, which has a little, which is hilarious. I love the, those mutant football games because in the for, you know 40k universe because it's different. It adds something new. You can make your own teams in there. The DLC they charge you for in those games is to get different races so you can have different abilities. It's not the same game pasted over and over and over again. You know, it's something different. Hell, get into strategy games if you want to get a decent Star Wars game. Hell. For 20 bucks, you could probably get the original Battlefront 2. You could get Empire at War, which I'm going to be doing a series on soon. You can get so many better games than what they're shoving down your throat. And it's leading our industry somewhere very, very bad. It's leading us to where, you know, it's the newest thing. The newest thing they're doing is making games grindier and grindier. And you guess how you get through those grinds? You pay for time savers. It's not It's not just the EA that's doing this. It's an industry-wide thing. To where they're trying to get more microtransactions to, you know, get you to spend just a little bit more for your video games. You know, they're, they're creeping in more and more and more. We thought DLC was bad. Guess what? We lost that battle. DLC, you know what? I'm actually, you know, I've grown accustomed to it. I'm okay with DLC if it adds things to the game. You know, we used to get games that were complete from start to finish, and then, you know, we started getting DLC. And you know what with DLC? There could be an argument made for having DLC in a game, especially DLC that adds something. Like, that changes features, that adds new mechanics. Like, I know I'm going to talk about more strategy games, but, like, you know, like Stellaris or Paradox games, which do it to an extreme amount, but at least their DLC adds something. At least it add something to the game or games like um i'm trying to think of other games that have dlc or like you know witcher 3 hell let's get into like a triple a title right that adds dlc each one of those dlcs adds like five to ten hours of content and there's two of them that's a lot of dlc that's a lot of nice shit you can get It's creeping in now to where they want you to pay more so you can skip the grind in a single player game. <sighs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what the industry. I might do a full video on that as well, but you know, I want to keep this EA focused. I'm glad none of that made it into Fallen Order because that would have been a pain in the ass. Which, I will talk about the positive side of EA. I do like. I do like some of their newer titles coming out. I do like I do really really like Fallen Order. I think I think that's the needle in the haystack that we fucking found. I don't know how we fucking found it, but we found it. Because Fallen Order is actually really 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 good. And I've heard they're planning to do more with that. I just hope they don't bring in some of these scummy mechanics that have been creeping into AAA games recently. So I'm really 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 hoping that we can get more games like Fallen Order out of EA. But I highly doubt that. They've sniffed the blood in the water, and it's coming for you. It's coming for us soon. They're, those mechanics, they're going to creep in. And it's going to suck. Alright, let's get into the Battlefront games. Because, you know what, it's... 
I think it's I think it's worth to talk about the Battlefront games. I really do. Especially the new ones. What the fuck's going on? Battlefront 2, the original one, which came out with features, so many game modes and so many features for single player, and the multiplayer was just as great. We get to, you know, EA Battlefront, which, you know, comes out many years later, something we've been anticipating for years, you know, an entire console generation went in without playing a Star Wars Battlefront game for their console because uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 was for I believe it was the 360 which was out for nine years very very long for a console but PS3 didn't have it PS4 didn't have it until you know they started making things backwards compatible for Xbox and PS4 but you know they didn't have it so this new one is gonna have the nice engine from DICE you know from the Battlefield engine the Frostbite engine which I'll give EA credit for this. Sound design and the visuals for the new games? Crisp. Crisp, crisp, crisp. That's the only thing I like about them. Is, but that's just something that, you know, that comes with time. Better graphical updates. If they would have done that, literally I think they could have gotten away with this. Graphically update the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. Say it's Star Wars Battlefront EA. No one would have had a fucking problem. Would you imagine playing Galactic Conquest with the graphics that the EA Battlefront games have? Makes a lot of sense. Would have sold a lot of titles. Hell, I would have bought the game just for the Galactic Conquest alone. You get in. There's like three maps for Walker Assault. Ooh. Yay. No single-player campaign. Oh, oh no. No Galactic Conquest. Oh, God. Oh, God, please stop. No. Yeah, it's just... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, we're going to charge you $120 if you want to get the later maps. So we're going to split our play race. Oh, God. EA, why? Why do you hurt me? Why do you hurt us? We've been waiting so long. And then the game comes out, and it's so bad. Ah. And then they're like, okay, you know what? We're going to go back to the class system for Battlefront 2. Which gets us all excited, because we're like, oh my god. It could be the return of Battlefront 2 Electric Zoo Boogaloo. And it comes out. And we see it's a microtransaction-based combat system where if you pay more, you, you'll unlock the purple cards first, meaning you'll do more damage or have more shields and have more health for heroes. Uh-oh. But don't worry, we're not splitting the player base. Okay. You know what? No DLC? No DLC? Okay. A lot of people were worried when they said they no, no DLC. It was going to be no DLC for the first year, and then after that they'd start putting DLC in the game, which they didn't, so you know what? Good job, good job. But they were gonna pay you. We were gonna pay for it with the microtransaction system. Thank you, everyone who fought back again. Even it got so bad, Disney and the government, world governments, had to step in and say, "Hey, EA, taking this a little too far. Fucking stop. Stop doing it, or uh, we're gonna have some fucking issues." 
and EA's like, whoa, okay, we'll take it out. And the game they came out with, you know, the game as it developed actually got a lot better. They added more heroes that should have been there at the start, but you know what, we're not going to fucking talk about that. They were, um, you know, actually, no, we are going to talk about it. Because we talked about it earlier. Why? Why did you not have Clone Wars? Or even people in the movie in the game? Now, why isn't Mace Windu in the game? Or Asaz Ventress? It took him until the end to add Maul's metal legs. Like the end of the game's life cycle to get Maul with metal legs. Are you kidding me? There were so many people they could have added to that game. And I remember the one thing they said was for the game which was awful is one of the reasons they were doing that for the card system was because people weren't going to pay for cosmetic DLC there's not you know enough you know people don't want to run around and see you know a pink vader well look you do realize you could have charged for graphical DLC you know for skins and stuff because other games are doing it so you know as much as I don't like it personally I don't have a problem for skins if it doesn't affect gameplay. So, you know, charging a couple bucks for, you know, the Clone Wars Anakin skin or the Obi-Wan Anakin, you know, gener you know the general skins where it's them in their uh, Clone Wars general uniforms, which they did add, which I actually really like those skins. I actually, I got, I think, I think I got both of them because I had enough credits saved up because I didn't buy any of them, you know, anything else with the credits because what do I, what am I going to spend them on? And the way they switched the system to where it was more of a natural progression system where you get a point every level up, you could spend it to upgrade your cards. You know what? I don't like the card-based system. But I'm okay with it, you know, more time in the game, you get a little bit more rewarded. You know what? That's okay. And then, you know, as the game started finishing up, at the end they were like, okay. So as our game just starts getting good and as we have faith in the player base again, you know, they're starting to like us again. No. Sorry, we're killing the game. Bye-bye. Have fun. We're going to take our money and run. Bye. Now, I'm excited to see what Squadrons does. That's something I'm actually excited about EA. Because I never played the original X-Wing games, which I really, really want to play, uh, play with. Uh, if there's another Star Wars sale or a big Steam sale soon, I am going to get those. And maybe you'll see... Uh, maybe you'll see a little bit of that on the channel, which if you are listening away from the channel on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or one of the other sites we're currently on, uh, first off, thank you very, very, very much for listening. And second of all, if you want to check out our current channel, it is FastFireGuy1234, soon to be rebranding to Legacy Broadcast. We're just waiting for channel art, which is currently being created by our very own Evelyn. So, uh, if you get a chance, please thank her in the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube for the future channel art she is creating for our channel, which Wyatt kindly asked her to do for us. Thank you both. Thank you, Wyatt, for doing all the multiplayer series with me. I always like to give, you know, thanks. Uh, thank you for all who are watching this and listening to this. Um, right now, I know we're not done the video yet, but, you know, I just want to give thanks for you guys, you know, watching and listening because I greatly, greatly appreciate it, you know. It means a lot to know that other people like, you know, what I'm producing. I've always wanted to do this with all this free time right now, you know. It seems like a good time to do it, so thank you very much. All right. Back on to EA. 
you know, evil business practices of essentially the Empire and Disney because, yeah, they're pretty much the Empire right now. Taxing us into oblivion with their deal of seas. Laughing at us from the shadows like, haha, look at these idiots buying cards that won't matter in a year. And I understand why people do it. They, it's... I understand why people do it because there are a lot of people who want to be competitive in these things, and the only way to be competitive is essentially they've made it to where you either have to grind for hours in the game, or spend a hundred bucks here, ten bucks here, to stay competitive in the game. Which it sucks, but that's the way they've designed it so they can make the most money. It really sucks, and I'm sorry for those who do enjoy the games who have to suffer through that over and over and over again but i think there's a way to fight back i do really think there's a way to fight back i think if we can cause enough uproar within the next before their contract ends I think that we can get them to remove the exclusivity license once EA stops making money for Disney or enough money like they used to. I, I'm not calling for a boycott, but if we speak with our wallets, these companies will change their decisions. Now, there could be an argument to be made like, oh, my, me, myself, and I doing this isn't going to make a big difference, but it is. It's going to make a difference if we just come together and speak with our wallets and not buy the next Madden game or the next you know, NHL game. And we update, and they have create players, guess what? Manually update their, I know it's going to take a lot of time, but you know, add the players in it that you want, you know, that are new in the game, or just keep playing the same one through different years. They have the game capability to go through different years. So why don't you do multiple seasons through different years? I think it would be cool. That's what I used to, that's what I do with mine. I think the last Madden I got was, for myself, was, I remember I bought, I remember I bought 25. Because, you know, it was a special edition kind of thing for the 25th anniversary, just to see what they changed. Um, from that, that version and my old ones from, like, my PlayStation 2. Like, I forget which one I was like, Madden 06, Madden 05. Guess what? Not much has changed. It's just a graphical update. Woo! Um, and I haven't bought one since for myself personally. I don't judge you guys for buying the packs or playing Ultimate Team or anything. I just think they can make the mode better if they didn't make it so. If it was more than just a graphical update every year, hell, here's what you could do to change the system. EA, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Why not you have a Madden game? You know, because live service games are in right now. And you can update graphics within a game over time. So why don't you have, let's say, Madden 18. Or Madden, let's, or, let's have this huge Madden, right? Madden, Madden, Madden 21. 
and here's what you do with that next three years you don't make another Madden game you work on big big improvements doing small improvements and a roster update from Madden 21 22 23 you do roster updates a little bit of graphical updates a little bit of tweaks to make it a little less buggy that's what you do for those three years year four new game comes out that you've worked on that's going to have a better physics engine better graphics basically give you more time to work on the game so you can implement more changes i think if we i think if the developers had more time they'd make more money i think you, with ultimate team you'd make more money too if you want to keep all you know what if you want to keep ultimate team the same way fine but have it mean a little bit more have it over multiple years you can do competitive events that way best ultimate you know what you could do for those three years if you want to have interesting idea okay okay best you know let's say if it's a live service game for over three four years right best madden player each one of those years do a tournament do like top top five from every year so best madden player from 21 22 23 for that specific game have them have them have a tournament see what happens or have them do like an individual score if they're the best players give them a copy of the next game and have them do a multiplayer season week to week like the nfl does like you know an actual like nfl season i think that would actually be pretty pretty cool if you have overlap then get the next player down i think that would be a much much cooler way and then your developers would have time to work on a new game and you would still be making money because you'd have publicity from events like this I think that would be a much better system. I think there's still hope for you, EA. I think a new hope could be rising. If you did something like that. Now I know you're not going to listen to this. But I think that would be a much better system. I honestly do. And You would gain more respect from a lot of players who have come to not like you. Because of your business practices. I think you could gain more customer support. And then with that customer support, you would gain trust. And more people would spend more money in your games. They wouldn't ha have a problem spending five, ten extra dollars, maybe a hundred extra dollars in a game if it's over the course of a couple of years. Look at GTA. They keep that game solidly with updates. They make hundreds of millions of dollars a year through shark cards. Now I know that's not the best example because shark cards are extremely expensive, but you know. If you stay, you know, if you keep one game updated, believe me, your live service will absolutely still make money. Don't fear it. Don't fear. Hesitating for a year or two. Get innovative. Get creative. Be, live up to your name, Electronic Arts. Be art. Be creative. No. Because at this point, you're EA. It's not in the game. It's in the DLC. Or the microtransaction packs. That is what you've turned into. And that's why I don't like you. I think you can fix yourself. Ubisoft just proved they could. Because after the fail of Ghost Recon Wildlands, or not Wildlands, um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, that game failed hard. People hated that system. You know what they did? They're like, okay, we're going to take a year off. We're going to reevaluate. 
and we're going to because we're finding out our game you know because there was so much backlash they're like okay we're gonna pull back before we upset our fans like another company that i'm talking about right fucking now and we're going to fix ourselves and you know we're going to fix these games and make them better that's why they didn't have any big releases um that's why they're not having so super many releases like they were planning to this year because they were planning to have a bunch of releases this year Valhalla was the only one that they were able to get ready and they pulled back and they fixed it and you know what people have more respect to them for that electronic arts if you do something similar I think people would like you more but right now you're one of the you're honestly one of the worst developers <laughs> You're like just above, like you know the developers that shoot shoot out shitty mobile games that are completely freemium. You're like just above them because you have at least some level of competency, but you're like just above them. You're almost border. You're bordering them. They might catch up to you. You know, Raid Shadow Legends might catch up to you and beat you. How does that feel? But don't worry, yay, you're not alone. Because guess what? In the next midweek thoughts, you know what we're gonna go over? We're gonna go over 2K. So if you want to listen, so if you want to hear about the Legacy Cast and our thought and my personal thoughts on the 2K games, which ooh, I got a lot of words to say. You think I was mean to EA? Or unfair to EA? Oh, you better not stay if you're a 2K fan. This is gonna be interesting. But if you enjoyed this episode of the Legacy Cast, please follow us on, um, please follow us on the podcasting site you're currently listening on. In order to stay tuned for current updates, or if you want to check us out on YouTube, remember currently we are Fast Fire Guy One Two Three Four. We upload on the podcast on Monday, which is our film. We have Wednesday, which is. Midweek thoughts, which is, could just be any topic. And we have Fridays, which is our current bowling series. If you enjoyed, please leave a follow so you can check out more content. If you're watching here on YouTube, please don't forget to leave a like and possibly subscribe if you also want to see gaming content for some of the older Star Wars games that I mentioned here, like Battlefront 2, Pirate War. You know, we're going to be playing some Stellaris soon. They've got a really, really cool mod that's actually releasing tomorrow. So that'll be very. Uh, so actually no it'll be yeah the day this releases is when it comes out the uh fallen empire mod so you might actually see that episode come out along with this if i can get up early enough well, as always thank you everyone for listening and watching this has been jacob from the legacy cast casting couch hope you can subscribe for more legacy content or or if you've enjoyed please share it with your friends uh we're new and growing and i hope to bring more content to all of you thank you everyone for watching or listening and I'll catch you guys on the next Legacy Cast.